Hello and welcome to the Talk Show Podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Thompson, TikTok user and music lover. The music industry has changed rapidly in the last decade, but especially in the last couple of years with the arrival of apps such as TikTok. This is the first of five episodes where we will delve deep into the viral app and try to help you understand how it's evolving and how it will affect the future of the music industry. Today, I will be providing an overview of TikTok as well as a brief history. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Let's jump right in. TikTok is one of the most popular apps in the world with 1 billion active users. It is worth at least $50 billion, but you might be surprised about who's using this app. Only about 25% of users are between the ages of 10 and 19, while 44% are between the ages of 20 and 40. Now that we know a little bit more about who is on this app and how much it really is worth, let's go into a brief history. According to YouTuber Philip DeMacco, founder of Voltageist Media, six years ago, the app Musical.ly was released in China. It didn't produce the best numbers there, but overseas in the US, there was a small, loyal market of users. Musical.ly is essentially a first-generation version of TikTok. In 2017, the creators of Musical.ly sold the app to Chinese internet technology company ByteDance, who then merged Musical.ly with their new app, TikTok. All of the users that were on Musical.ly had their data transferred to the new app. TikTok can really be described in its simplest form as a short-form video-sharing app. Demako mentions that, quote, when making a TikTok, you can use your own sound or a database of songs and other sounds. Sounds and songs often become associated with trends, especially dance trends. Some people use the app, but don't really create content and just watch videos. And I'm one of those people. I downloaded the TikTok app in May of 2019 out of curiosity. I was looking to be entertained and it served as a distraction when needed. As we all know, in March of 2020, with the arrival of coronavirus, everything changed. COVID restrictions forced the world into isolation and lockdown. But humans being the creative people that they are, became inventive with all of this extra free time. People fell back into their forgotten hobbies and people turned to TikTok to be creative. The app skyrocketed with 315 million downloads in quarter one of 2020. This was due to a variety of trends in cooking and dancing videos. One of the major trends was advocating for social change, which was started after George Floyd's death in May of 2020. There's one moment that I can really think of that changed how people viewed music on TikTok. And I am talking about the Old Town Road dance trend. And if you know what I'm talking about, you get it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, here's what it was. The song is called Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. And Lil Nas X talked about the origin of the song in an interview with the New York Times. Nas bought a beat from a Dutch beat maker, Keo, in 2018. I would always get my beats like from YouTube. I'll just go through like a hundred beats. It's really just luck that people just find your stuff, you know? It's it's really luck. I found the beat on like Halloween night. 
the beat was just speaking to me, you know? I was like, this song is going to be great. After the song was released in December of that year, Nas put out different memes really promoting the song. TikTok user at Nice Michael found and used the song in a dance video, and the rest, as they say, is history. After Nas's song went viral, that opened the gates for other artists, both popular and emerging, to start posting their musical content on the app. We'll be right back after a short break. Did you know that children who participate in music education have better memory? better listening skills, and greater abstract reasoning. The month of March is Music in Our Schools Month. The theme for this year is music, the sound of my heart. The focus is on teaching the elements of music to students in kindergarten through third grade. How can you help? Please consider donating a used instrument to your local school district. For more information, visit nafme.org. Welcome back. So far, we've talked about the beginnings of TikTok. While the app has been successful, there have been so many controversies and scandals on this app. One big question mark is definitely the hidden algorithm. Everyone in the TikTok community has tried to crack it at some point. A Wall Street Journal video from last year shows that the more you use the app, the more tailored content you get. So that means if you share like, or save a video, that will change what videos you see. But also, if you linger and or rewatch a video, it remembers that and changes your feed accordingly. TikTok wants to learn your hidden emotions and interests. Now that's just creepy. After watching this video, I was interested and decided to test out this algorithm that they had mentioned. I was on the app for about 30 minutes, and saw some repeating trends and themes. Repeating trends that I saw were pianist Dorian Marco's cover of the Interstellar soundtrack song, Cornfield Shape. Another popular sound that I saw used was Bundle of Joy, otherwise known as the core memory song from Disney Pixar's movie Inside Out. With both of these trends, I re-watched the first video I saw with the corresponding sound. It's also important to note that both of these sounds could be used either way, in a positively emotive way or in a negatively emotive way. I kind of tend to stay neutral, so I saw a lot of wedding proposals and happy memories, but there were some that weren't so hot either and that were maybe leaning towards the sadder side. But the most popular topic that I saw was the HBO Max show Euphoria. Since TikTok has a big demographic with older teenagers and young adults, it's no wonder that this is a hot topic. Whether users are relating to the show's characters or using a song from the show's soundtrack, it dominated my feed and appeared six times. TikTok's algorithm is very different compared to other social media apps. Nonpartisan news source Vision of Humanities author Fargus Ryan notes that TikTok is different from others because on Facebook and Twitter, who you follow decides what content you see, while on TikTok, you don't have to follow anyone to see content. On the talk, the content that the user sees completely depends on how they react with the For You feed or the main feed that pops up when you open the app. Ryan adds that Netflix and Spotify observe which content you listen to and watch or skip over to decide what to suggest next. TikTok learns very quickly what you want on your feed. 
In the Wall Street Journal video, they wanted to know how TikTok finds your hidden interests. To do this, they created hundreds of bot accounts to watch thousands of videos. Each bot had hidden interests that were never entered into the app. The only way our users expressed their interests was by re-watching or pausing on videos with related hashtags or images. The video shares that TikTok was able to learn many of the bot's interests in two hours, some in as little as 40 minutes. Along with trends, there have definitely been some scandals. In terms of scandals, there have been so many. But I'm just going to focus on three. Most recently, TikToker Sienna Mae Gomez has been accused of sexually assaulting a fellow TikToker just a little bit over a month ago. She is known for her body-positive content. In the past, according to Newsweek, she's released merch that read, Did you eat today? The sweater was removed from the merch store after backlash. These next two scandals are a bit older, but there are examples of how TikTok can be used for shallow reasons. First, in late 2020, multiple TikTokers hosted parties while the U.S. was struggling with high case counts. I do remember seeing a video of James Charles, a YouTuber, now TikToker, he's popular with makeup and stuff, with other TikTokers doing dance videos while LA had high case counts. Two of the TikTokers that were also in the video were Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio, who have been popular dancers on the app forever, and they are constantly trending. Now both of their platforms have grown. Charlie even has her own drink at Dunkin', and Dixie is releasing her own music. Whether it's good or not, that's anybody's own opinion. But regardless of how Charlie's drink is doing at Dunkin' and how well Dixie's music is doing on the trending charts, they are, like everybody else that is famous, they've had scandals. In November of 2020, Charlie was close to having the largest following on TikTok, 100 million followers. But she was caught on camera complaining about it and, as a result, lost 1 million followers. During a YouTube video with her parents and her sister, where a private chef cooked for the family, Charlie and Dixie gagged at the sight of the luxurious food that was put in front of them. Charlie even said, and they have it on camera, do you have any dino nuggets? There have been so many more scandals, and as the saying goes, any press is good press. A lot of people are taking advantage of this, for better or worse. But the scandals don't end there, and some of the most important ones are happening outside of the phone. Foundering, an award-winning podcast by Bloomberg Technology, examined how young children are being targeted on the app. The episode starts with host Shelly Banjo interviewing a woman whose young relative was asked to download the app for school. While the purpose was for classmates to connect on the app and create content together, that wasn't the only thing to happen. The eight-year-old boy was messaged by older men asking for inappropriate favors. This was before 2019 when TikTok officially started asking users to log their name into the app. Banjo notes that since the app is newer, there are fewer people at TikTok working on safety issues. 
the Australian Broadcast Corporation TV investigative program Four Corners did a segment on the darker topics relating to TikTok, including racism and eating disorders. The segment first tackled the topic of eating disorders, which is being fueled by the app. Claire says the TikTok algorithm identified she had an eating disorder and she noticed an immediate change to the types of videos on her feed. So it went from being, you know, my algorithm was, you know, Australian humour and musical theatre humour and all of that kind of stuff to just being eating disorder content all the time. And as I got sicker and I got more obsessive, all I could do was just flick through my phone and look at this footage. I spent hours on it and just fixated on it. I wasn't recovering at all. I was actively relapsing. TikTok seems to struggle with its content regulation because while the app exposes hidden emotions and interests so easily, it also censors creators. The app's unofficial business model is to create a fun place for individuals to create content, but when a video does not fit that model, it is quick to control who sees it. Of course, you probably think that the app works on censoring the bad stuff, like bullying and abuse, but that's not always the case. The app previously had moderators who suppressed posts from ugly, poor, and disabled creators. TikTok says it no longer engages in these practices. One of the hottest topics in the last couple of years has been standing up against racism, which was started after George Floyd's death on May 25, 2020. TikTok has suppressed content with the hashtags Black Lives Matter and George Floyd in the past. Black users have created some of the more popular dance trends on the app, yet white TikTok influencers get the credit for the dances. Jalea Harmon, a 14-year-old, created the renegade dance on Instagram before it went viral on TikTok. Harmon isn't alone. Many other popular black TikTok influencers who created popular TikTok dance trends, have not been properly credited. Jimmy Fallon had TikTok dancer Addison Ray on his Tonight Show for a segment in April of last year where Ray teaches Fallon TikTok dances. This was a great concept, but the show failed the execution big time. They forgot to honor the dance's creators, all of which were mostly black. Fallon then corrected this mistake by having all of the creators of the dances on the show perform less than two weeks later. Black TikTokers are constantly feeling that they are being shadow banned in the app, which means deprioritizing content from specific users. So that means that they basically show up later in the feed rather than earlier. Well, that was a lot at the end there. I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of the Talk Show Podcast. Stick with us. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Next week, we will be exploring a little bit of the background of the traditional music industry and how TikTok is both positively and negatively affecting the future of the music industry. We'll finish off by looking at one-hit wonders in the modern music era. I'm your host, Olivia Thompson, and this is the Talk Show Podcast. Information used in this podcast episode was provided by the following sources. TikTok, The New York Times, Vision of Humanity, The Wall Street Journal, Newsweek, ABC News, Australian Broadcast Corporation TV, Foundering, a Bloomberg Technology Podcast, and Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show. 